Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is rejection. Yes, we're going to talk about rejection. The majority of human beings do not like being rejected. As social beings, we like to be accepted, liked, appreciated, respected, valued, and included. We are social creatures. We like to be around other human beings. We want to interact with them. We want to socialize with them. We want to be part of something. That is human nature. Now, we do have exceptions. We do have people who prefer to be alone, people who like their solitude, people who just like their own company, right? We're not talking about that. We're talking about people who are afraid of rejection. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Why do people fear rejection and why we do experience rejection? It's not necessarily a bad thing to be rejected. So let's talk about rejection. Let's talk about what goes on when people reject people. That's what we're going to be talking about today. But there are many types of rejections. We're going to go ahead on and discuss some of the reasons why people are rejected. Why are people rejected? I mean, why is that a common occurrence? This is a global phenomenon all over the world. It doesn't matter your race, your ethnicity. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter how rich and how poor you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. People don't like to be rejected. That's what we're going to be discussing. Now, unknown reasons. Sometimes people get rejected for unknown reason. Sometimes, you know, people are rejected and they're trying their best to figure it out. Why are they rejected? And sometimes people take it very personal. They tend to ask, what is wrong with me? Do I have a personal problem? Is there an issue that I personally suffer from that makes me reject it? A lot of people don't understand. People take it very personal when they're rejected. Now, again, there are some people who don't seek external validation. We have some people who don't want to belong to any group, who don't want to be included in anything. But the majority of human beings do want to be accepted, appreciated, respected, liked, and valued. Now, all right, so there are unknown reasons why people are rejected. Now, let's talk about some common reasons that we are aware of, but I'm sure we're not going to cover everything because sometimes people are just rejected just because they're rejected. Sometimes people just don't like to be around certain people for whatever reason. Sometimes they want to be around selected people. Anyone who is not part of that selected group, then they get rejected. Some people want to be around their own kind of people. They have their own standard of behavior, their own standard for the lifestyle that they live. They have their own likes and dislikes, and they usually prefer people who are similar to them. They prefer people who are part of their inner circle, their inner circle, all right? They like people who are part of their race. Some people don't want to mingle with people who are not part of their racial group. They prefer people who share the same nationality, ethnicity, background, Gender, personality, class, education, or nationality. Someone that is born in the country that they're born. People like to have something in common with the people that they like. So in other words, they like people because they have something in common. And because they have something in common, they like somebody. Okay, some people, that's just the way it is. So if you are not part of their 
inner circle. You're not part of their lifestyle. You're not part of their race, their nationality, or ethnicity, their gender, their class, their educational level. You're not born in the same country or geographical location. You can be born in the same country, but there are certain geographical locations that they prefer. So people do have the right to reject other people. Now, people don't have to accept you. We have to understand the way things work in life. People don't have to accept you. It is it is not a requirement. Okay? For people to accept you. Just because a person rejects you doesn't mean they reject your humanity. Cuz a lot of people get confused. They think because a person reject them for whatever reason, because they don't fit into a certain category, they don't have a particular lifestyle, they don't have a certain value system, they're not part of a group, they don't have a certain occupation, they don't have a certain income bracket, they don't have a certain physical appearance or genetics. People can reject you for any of these reasons. And it's nothing personal. A lot of times we take things very personal when people reject us. But in actuality, it's not personal. People have the right to be with the people that they want to be with. People have the right to spend their time, invest their energy and their resources in the people that they want to be with. There's no such thing as a right or wrong thing when it comes to rejection. People just do have that right. And we have to understand that and we have to be able to not personalize it when people reject us. Now, rejecting us is one thing. Now, for a person to discriminate against us, that's something else. For people to deny us opportunities, privileges, benefits, our basic human needs, just because they don't like us, just because they reject us, now that's a problem. That's a problem, all right? There's nothing wrong with a person not liking you for whatever reason. And there's nothing personal or not liking who you are, what you are, and what you're about, what you represent. They have that right. It's okay. They don't have to make provisions for you. They don't have to include you in anything. Okay? People tend to congregate within the groups that they have something similar with. We have all type of clubs. We have all type of organizations, all type of business, religious circles. People just tend to get with other people that they want to be with. Now, when those people start rejecting you to oppress you, to discriminate, to violate your human rights, to enslave you, to abuse you, now that's a problem. That's when we cross that line. But in reality, a person can just not like you and a person could just reject you. It's okay. It's acceptable, right? Now, relationships. Some people don't like you simply because you have relations with other people that they don't like. That's why sometimes we have to be careful who we associate with because we could be guilty by association. Sometimes we hang around with people who may have questionable moral characters. They may have a criminal background. They may be biased or prejudiced. They may just be dysfunctional people or they have all kind of vice. And because of that, because our relationship with other people, sometimes we get rejected. Sometimes we get rejected because we are affiliated or associated with some bad people. Now, sometimes the people don't have to be bad. It could be that they are part of a group that other people don't like. And because of your association or relationship with these people, you get rejected. You get rejected. You get rejected for a friendship. Nobody wants to be your friend. You get 
rejected for a promotion. You get rejected for a job. You get rejected, you know, to be part of an organization, whether it be a social organization, a political organization, or a cultural organization. You get rejected to be part of a neighborhood, rejected to be part of an association. All right, you can get rejected for many reasons because of the people that you associate with or you have relationship with. We really have to think about that. Sometimes, you know, we just want to be inclusive. We want to just give other people a chance and we want to be part of their lives because we like them personally. Maybe they're compatible with us personally. Maybe there's something about them that you like and that you want to have in your life, but you're not thinking that that person may come from a background or that person is doing something or is associated with someone that's not popular, that's not likable, or that's not good. All right. So it's, you have to think about that. Now, if that's going to create a problem for you, should you associate with that person? That is the question. Should you hang out with that person? Should you have that person at your house? Should you be walking down the street with that person? If that person is known to be a criminal, that person has committed criminal acts and they have violated other people, abuse other people, rape other people, and just create chaos and confusion. Do you want to be associated with that individual? Because if you do, you run the risk of being rejected rejected, right? You may not like to be rejected and it may not be anything wrong with you personally, but because you hanging around associated with the other people that other people don't like, then you get to be stigmatized. It's like you're the person that's associated with that person that's not likable. So you get rejected, right? So don't take it personal. That is a choice that you make. All of us have a choice in this life for us to make. And we have to think about the choices come with consequences, right? So if we associate ourselves with certain people, associate ourselves with certain ideas, certain concepts, certain beliefs, you know, those beliefs may not be popular. Those beliefs may be rejected. So sometimes the person is not necessarily rejecting you as a person. It could just be your philosophy, your ideology, your concepts, all right. I mean, this is what's being rejected. And you think that you're being rejected. You could be a beautiful person inside out. You have a beautiful personality. You're just a wonderful person. But because of your perspective on life, your perception of life, your views, sometimes people may not want to be associated with you. Now, let's give some common examples. Now, you may take a stance against abortion. And some people may not like you because you believe that life starts at conception. That you don't believe in abortion for any reason unless the mother's life is in jeopardy. Unless that mother is going to die, you don't think that that woman should terminate her pregnancy. And because of this idea that you have, some people may not like you. They may reject you because they reject your principle, your ideology, your philosophy, your way of thinking, right? Let's give another example. Homosexuality. You may believe that homosexuality is not natural. It's not something that should happen. Two men shouldn't get together sexually. They could be the best of friends. They could be buddies, but they have no business having sex together. Maybe you believe that two women could be the best of friends. They can love each other. They can have a relationship, an intimate relationship, but it doesn't have to involve sexuality. You can believe that, but because you believe that, you can be rejected because it is socially acceptable now to see homosexuality as something acceptable and normal. Because you reject homosexuality, a lot of people can label you as being hateful, and they don't like you. They may reject you for that. They may reject you for that because nowadays it's not popular not to believe in homosexuality. Right? Now, you could believe in being a separatist, meaning that you believe that each racial group or ethnic group or nationality should have the opportunity to live in their own communities. All right? Without interference from anybody else. 
You believe in segregation. You believe that certain group of people should separate themselves if that's what they want to do. They don't have to mingle with everybody else. Not because you're hateful, not because you're mean, but because you want to preserve your own culture and your own way of life. And it's okay. As long as you're not hating anybody, as long as you're not taking from people for you to get something at their expense. You're not rejecting that person because of who they are. You just want to have your way of life. Now, because you have this belief system, sometimes people may not like you. I'm just giving some examples of sometimes people may consider that to be some, you know, an extreme way of thinking. All right. But these way of thinking right now may be considered extreme, but 20 years ago, they weren't considered extreme. 50 years ago, they weren't considered extreme, right? It was the way of life. It was the norm. So just because you think a certain way, that may be totally opposite of what people in the society are thinking. It may be a problem. Okay, we can have the opposite. Because you do believe in abortion, you may be rejected. Because you do believe in homosexuality, you may be rejected. Or because you are an integrationist, you want everybody to mingle in the melting pot, people to lose their identity, to pretty much adopt, you know, the mainstream identity, assimilate and lose their own individual characteristics culturally. You may be rejected. So either way, it's not a right or a wrong. It depends on where you are and what is the social climate. What is the social accepted behavior, right? If you're in a, in a society that makes it socially acceptable to do something and you don't like it, you can be rejected. It's basically, that's what it is. If you are in a society where they believe in beating a child as in terms of corporal punishment, spanking that child if they're wrong, then you come around and say, no, I don't believe that. You could be rejected because of your philosophical views. So people are rejected for different things. Okay, it's not a right or wrong. It's just that that society may not be accepting of certain behaviors, certain mannerisms, certain attitudes, certain beliefs. And if they're against that and you believe in that or you subscribe to that way of life, of course you can be rejected. Happens all the time. If you are polygamous and you're in society where people practicing monogamy and monogamy is the way of relationships, you will be rejected. People are not going to like you because they're going to consider you to be a cheater, right? They're going to consider you to be unfaithful. And so they're going to reject you because of that. So we got to take the environment into consideration when we're looking at why people reject us. We have to look at the values in that community or in that society. What are the standards? We got to look at the standards. Let's give another example. Okay, a standard of beauty. In one society, you could be considered beautiful and gorgeous. And everybody is just loving you because you're so beautiful because you meet the standard of beauty. In that same society, if you don't meet that standard of beauty, then you're going to be rejected for your physical appearance because you're not adhering to, you're not subscribing or prescribing to that standard of beauty. So we have to be mindful of the society that we're in, the inner circle that we're in before we take rejection personally. All right. So If you are in an environment that's not conducive to a certain way of life, you know, you may have to relocate. You may have to move, migrate to another area because as long as you're in that society, you may be rejected. Nothing personal is nothing because that who you are as a human being, as a person is because you have a different lifestyle. You're not compatible with everybody else. You're not believing in what everybody else is believing. You have a whole different belief system. Okay. Now, another example, you live in a society where everybody's conforming to the status quo. Everybody is conforming. Everybody's watching the same news program. They're being programmed. Everybody is wearing the same clothing. Everybody is speaking a certain way. Everybody's wearing a certain hairstyle. Everybody acquires a certain amount of status, social status. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to be a conformist. 
You want to be independent. You want to have your own personal style. You want to do your own thing. And because of that, you definitely could be rejected. You can be rejected. Just keep that in mind. It's not a good and it's not a bad. All right. And this is one of the ways that people are forced to conform because people get rejected. Right. So if you don't want to be rejected, guess what? You're going to have to conform to societal norms. Whatever the societal norm may be, you may consider it a good or you may consider it a bad. It doesn't matter. They want you to conform. They want you to get on the bandwagon. They want you to cooperate with what's going on. And if you decide that you're going to be an individual, that you're going to move to your own beat, you're going to express yourself your own way, then these people are going to have a problem with you. These people are going to reject you. Now, when they reject you, it is a way to force you to conform. Right? It's called peer pressure. It's called peer pressure. Social peer pressure. Now, this doesn't just happen in high school. Because when we hear about peer pressure, we usually think of high school students, middle school students, college students who are being pressured by their peers, their social peers, their classmates, in order for them to go along with the status quo. Now, this is not just happening in high school and middle school and college. It's also happening in the workplace. It happens in the greater society. It happens in families, within the family. There could be family norms that are going on, family customs and traditions that they're doing in the family that you don't like, that you don't want to get down with. Maybe there's a history of abuse. You don't want to perpetuate abuse. Maybe there's a history of incest. You don't want to go along with that. So because you rejected, now you're rejected by the family. Or maybe you decide that you want to expose the family secret. Maybe, you know, there's some type of addictive behavior in the family. People are addicted to drugs or people have other addictions. People have mental health problems. So because of that, because you decide that you're not going to be quiet and hide the family secret, you're going to expose it. Because of that, you may be rejected. You may be rejected because of that. So people are going to pressure you in order for you to comply. Whatever it is that they want you to do, they want you to do it, right? In your workplace, you could be pressured to go along with unethical behavior, all right? You know that the company is ripping people off. Maybe they're overcharging people. Maybe they're committing fraud, okay? Maybe somebody's embezzling money. Maybe people are stealing the company's uh, resources. Who knows? But they want you to be quiet and go along. And if you don't go along, guess what? You get rejected. You get rejected. They don't like you. They don't value you. They don't include you. They just pretty much push you away, isolate you. Don't include you in nothing. Make you feel like you're a nobody. They don't give you any type of social recognition, no type of privilege, no benefits. You are just totally cut off. And a lot of people, they can't handle the rejection. A lot of people feel depressed. They feel secluded. They feel excluded. They feel less than. They feel that they're not good enough. They feel that something's wrong with them. Some people cannot tolerate the rejection. It's unbearable. So that type of pressure, social pressure, makes a lot of people conform. It's the same thing with racism or sexism. A lot of people don't personally believe in the racist ideologies or sexist ideology. They really don't believe it. But because they don't want to be rejected by their families, by their peers, by their friends, by their neighbors, by their co-workers, Because they don't want to be rejected, they go along with the program. They remain silent. They're quiet. They're complacent. They go along with the program. When they had the public lynchings, 
During slavery, you had a lot of black men who were, who were lynched. And during the lynching, they were castrated. They were burned. Their body parts were cut and distributed. People were taking pictures and posting it on postcards. That is a history that nobody wants to talk about. They want people to remain silent on that. But why did the whole community go along with this? Is it because everybody in that community was evil? Everybody was wicked? Or everybody went along with it because they didn't want to be rejected? Because if they didn't go along with it, then they would reap the consequences of being outside of the group. Now, am I excusing their behavior? Absolutely not. But I'm trying to help us understand the psychology of mass persuasion. How people are socially persuaded to do certain things that they know. They know it's wrong. But yet they are afraid to say no. They don't want to refuse to participate because they're going to be rejected. They're going to be ridiculed. They're going to be isolated. They're going to be punished, penalized. They're going to be rejected. And that's what comes with the rejection. And that's the reason why you have a whole community gathering to see a lynching where some black man was lynched, burned, body parts cut off, penis cut off, toes cut off. People were laughing and joking and having a good time while they watch a human being be burned alive. Now this is the power of social persuasion. This is peer pressure. All right. This is just one example. Another example of sexism is the witch hunts. They were hunting, especially in medieval Europe. They were hunting witches. Any woman that was suspected of being a witch would be burned alive at the stake. They would be mutilated, tortured. Now, all these people went along with it. Family members were pressured to snitch on their family. They, they have to report certain suspicious activities that the women were doing. If the women had certain marks on their bodies, birthmarks, they were considered to be a witch. If the women were doing certain common day things like a saying a prayer, believing in certain types of spirituality, they were considered to be a witch and they were hunt down and burned at the stake, tortured and mutilated. Now, why did these people go along with this? It was again, they did not want to be rejected. Mothers had to turn in their daughters who they thought were witches. Husbands had to turn in their wives. Children had to turn on, turn in their mothers, sons, family members, best friends. So we're talking about things that happened in history where people, because they were pressured socially into conforming, they did not want to be rejected. They didn't want to deal with the consequences of being rejected, which would be the isolation, the ridicule. They would not get the benefits that came with social inclusion. So this is something that we really need to revisit. We don't want to talk about history. We want to just throw the books away and forget. But the problem is we're repeating history today. A lot of people are now being socially pressured to engage in activities that are racist and sexist in classes. All right. So we need to make sure that because we fear rejection, we're not agreeing to commit atrocities. We're not hurting, exploiting, or destroying or killing other people because we're afraid of being rejected, because we fear rejection. We have to be careful because we don't want history to repeat itself. All right? Let's talk about child abuse. We have parents who beat their children to the point where they have marks and bruises. And these children are basically tortured because the society tells them that they live in, they have to spank their kids. And if they don't force their kids to comply to a certain standard of behavior, then they get rejected. So they don't want to be labeled bad parents. They don't want their children to be labeled bad kids. So 
they break that child down physically and psychologically in order to get them to conform to society's behaviors. Now, I'm not saying don't discipline your child. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the parents who abuse their children in the name of discipline because they don't want the society to reject their kids. They want their kids to behave a certain way. They want their kids to be perfect in a way. And the child is a child. The child's not going to be perfect. The child is going to make mistakes. You just have to learn how to correct that child in a loving way that's not abusive. Now, because of the fear of rejection, a lot of parents do this. A lot of parents do this. Right? Now, we can go in uh, China where there was a time where women were expected to have small feet. And they would bind their feet in order for them to have small feet. Now, there may be a science behind it. I don't know. But their feet was deformed. Why? Because they did not want to be rejected. So people do a lot of things not to be rejected. Rejected. All right. Now, there are women right now as we speak because of their religious belief, they have to be a virgin when they get married. They have to be a virgin. And is there something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of women, if they get raped, they're not accepted. They will be rejected because they have to be a virgin when they get married. So they're not going to take into account the fact that they were raped as a child or as an adult. They're not going to take that into consideration. They will be rejected. So some of these women will kill themselves or their family will practice honor killing and kill them so they won't dishonor the family because they're not a virgin, even though they were raped or molested. All right, so I just want to show examples of an extreme case where people, because of the fear of rejection, they end up doing things that are not morally right or things that are not in their best interest or in the best interest of the society. All right, because just because society makes it acceptable doesn't mean it's okay. Some people are really afraid of rejection. Now, we have a lot of men because they don't have the social skills to know how to talk to a woman and to be able to build a loving relationship, a healthy relationship. Some of these men, they are afraid of rejection. They rather go pay a prostitute. They'd rather pay a prostitute to have sex with them instead of taking the chance to approach a normal woman to build a healthy relationship so they can have an ongoing sexual relationship. They don't know how to communicate with women. They don't know how to have a healthy relationship. So they rather, to avoid the rejection, they rather go pay a prostitute just to have sex. That is their form of intimacy instead of them establishing a healthy relationship. So we have to see what people go through because they are afraid of rejection. This is something that's very serious. People do everything within their means sometimes. Not everybody, but the people who are afraid of rejection. All right? Now, a lot of students get bullied in school. They get bullied in school. And those bullies, a lot of times, you know, they're not really bad people. There are people who are suffering from low self-esteem. And because they don't want to be rejected, they end up bullying other people to be accepted in a, in a certain inner circle. So you have bullies, not just in high school, in middle school, or elementary. You have bullies in the workplace. You have bullies living next door to you in your neighborhood as your neighbors. You have bullies in your family. You have bullies in public interaction. Anywhere you meet people, you run into the possibility of meeting a bully. A bully is a person that want to go along with the program because they feel weak, they feel powerless, so they have to impose themselves on other people to feel a sense of control. Okay, they're really weak people. They're really people with low self-esteem, but because they want to be accepted, they will do certain things in order to get the attention. And bullies do things because they get attention, because they get some sense of power. 
If everyone in the society would reject them because they're being a bully, they wouldn't do it. It's because a lot of people in that society are accepting them. That's the reason, looking up to them as if they're someone of importance or someone of power. And that's the reason why a lot of bullies bully. Because they get away with it. They get away with it. Okay? Now, it all depends on your society. All right? A lot of women believe that they have to dress like a prostitute. They have to dress sexually provocative in order for them to be accepted. They think if they dress appropriately, covering up everything, they think that the men are going to reject them. This is a sick way of thinking. Of course, not all women think that way, but you have a lot of women who are following social trends, who are following social media, who are trying to like to be the Instagram models. They're trying to compete with people. They're in the modeling industry or in the, you know, so-called entertainment industry. They're trying to keep up with the Jones. These people will dress. These women will dress provocatively, showing their breasts, their buttocks, and just exposing their bodies because they're afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of being rejected. So they will sacrifice themselves. They will expose themselves because they want to be included. They want it to be accepted. They want to be liked. They want to be respected, valued, appreciated. In reality, it's none of that. They're not respected. They're not valued. They're not appreciated. They're just part of the crowd. Nobody even noticed them. They're just part of the crowd. They're a robot. They're acting and behaving like everybody else. There's no distinction. There's no dignity. There's no human pride. They're just robots, but they don't understand that. Because they don't understand that, they think that because people pat them on the back, people compliment, oh, I like your hair. Oh, I like your clothes. All this, because people compliment them, they think that it is a form of acceptance. No, it is a reinforcement of the social norms. It is a way to Make sure that people comply with the social standards. It's like, yeah, you're one of us. You included, we accept you because you're one of us. You're acting like us, right? Another example, you have women of African descent. A lot of them are rejecting their natural hair because society rejects their natural hair. Society is telling them that your hair is not acceptable or not pretty because it's not long and straight. And a lot of women, women of African descent with curly tight hair, type hair, will go and perm their hair, put a perm to get it straight so they can be accepted because they are rejected when they have their natural hair. They feel ugly. They feel unaccepted. So for in order for them to be liked, and for them to meet this artificial standard of beauty, this false standard, because it doesn't reflect their own natural state. So because of that, a lot of women of African descent will perm their hair or they will wear wigs or weaves just for them to be accepted. They are afraid of being rejected. So certain workplaces, they don't want women of African descent to come with their natural hair. They don't want to see an afro, a braid, a plait, locks. They don't want to see that. These people will be rejected. Some of them will be fired or not given promotions or not even accepted into the job in the first place because they're wearing their natural hair. So a lot of women of African descent feel that they have to comply. If not, they won't be able to compete in the workplace. They have to be something that they're not. Some African people of some people of African descent have natural straight hair and some of them don't. They have natural curly hair. So instead of them just accepting the natural state of their hair, they have to chemically alter it because they want to be accepted by mainstream society. That is unfortunate because everybody else with straight hair they have the opportunity to walk around with straight hair and they don't have to go change the texture of their hair to appease or please anybody. 
So it's unfortunate when you have a group of people who are racially oppressed because of their natural state. This is genetics. You can't change that. So some black women can't even get a job with their natural hair. They always have to put some chemical in their hair to alter it. And those chemicals sometimes cause health problems. It causes physical, medical health problems. And the people in the dominant culture don't care about that because they are upholding the Western standard of beauty. So there's a lot of things that are going on that people get rejected. Let's talk about body size. Okay, the standard Western standard of beauty basically state that a woman has to be slim. She can't have a lot of body fat. She can't have a lot of body fat because she will be considered to be overweight. In a Western society, that is not acceptable. A woman has to maintain a small body weight, small body frame. Now, there are a lot of women who are not built that way naturally. No matter how much they diet, no matter how much they exercise, no matter what they do to try to fit that standard of beauty, they can't because they are of a bigger body type. Now, I didn't say obese. I just said bigger. And some of them are rejected because of their natural body size. They are not skinny women. They have thighs and they have hips and they have large buttocks and breasts and you know they're just bigger voluptuous women right and indigenous culture voluptuous women are appreciated they're liked all right but in a western culture it seems as if it's a problem all right now we do have some changes they're adapting a more voluptuous type but they still want the small waist They don't mind the big buttocks nowadays, all right? But they have a problem if your thighs are too big and then your arms are too big and your belly is too big, all right? So some people are rejected because of that standard of beauty. They're rejected, all right? Now, some people, they have certain type of phenotypes. They can't change their facial phenotypes. It's natural for them. But if they don't have this Western standard of beauty... They don't have this thin lip and long nose, then it's a problem. So a lot of people are doing a lot of cosmetic surgery in order for them to alter their phenotype. They're changing their lips, changing their nose, getting rid of their ethnicity, their ethnic and genetic look, just to be able to meet this Western standard of beauty. Now, this is a rejection. They they, they cannot. You see a lot of so-called entertainers and movie stars, you can tell the transformation that's taking place because they do have cosmetic surgery. They do have implants, breast implants, butt implants. They do things to alter their natural body because they don't want to be rejected. They don't want to be rejected. And we do have a lot of males now who are pumping steroids in their bodies because in this society, men are considered to be handsome and attractive if they're muscular. And you have a lot of men who are not muscular. They just have a different body type. Maybe they're fat, maybe a little beast, or maybe they're skinny. They don't fit that standard of masculinity. So a lot of these men fear rejection. And a lot of women do look down on these men. A lot of women do reject them because they don't fit the standard of what is masculine, what is handsome, what is socially acceptable for a man. And a lot of men do feel inferior and less than because they don't have those type of features or they don't have that type of body type, right? And a lot of men feel very self-conscious about their penis size because we live in a society that says a man is supposed to have a big penis, all right? Now, does it matter? It really doesn't matter. It's an individual preference. Everybody's body is not the same. Every man is not going to have a big penis, no matter what your race may be. And this society is an unrealistic expectation. It's every man should have a big penis. And a lot of men are getting their penis enhanced, whether it's surgery or implants or they're, they're doing certain type of exercise to, to uh, lengthen, to have add more width and length to their penis. All right? They're afraid that they're going to be rejected by women if they don't do that. 
So it is a problem. People are doing things because they're afraid. They are terrified. Now we have women who have eating disorders, bulimia, anorexia. You know, women who eat and throw up because they are afraid of being rejected if they gain weight. So they are doing everything within their means, even if it's unnatural, even if they're getting sick or even dying. They don't want to be rejected, so they want to make sure that they maintain this body weight. Okay, we live in a society that look down on people who are poor, people who are broke, people who live in poverty. So they get rejected. They are denied opportunity. They can't go here, can't go there, can't do this, can't do that because they are poor. So you have a lot of people who are doing a lot of crazy things just for them to secure money. Sometimes they do things that are illegal, end up going to prison. They're selling drugs, stealing items, shoplifting, doing all kinds of stuff, going into prostitution, selling their bodies, being strippers when they don't have to do it. They're doing a lot of things that are unnecessary, killing people to get money because they don't want to be poor, they don't want to be broke, they don't want to live in poverty because they get rejected. They're not allowed to enter certain places because they don't have the money. They're rejected. They're not allowed to enter, get into certain inner circles. They're not allowed to sit in certain places because they can't afford it. They're not allowed to live in certain areas because they are poor. So because of that, they get rejected. A lot of people get rejected and they don't want to be rejected. No one wants to be rejected. So they're going to do whatever it takes even if it may cost them their lives or the lives of other people. They're willing to sacrifice their life, sacrifice their loved ones, their children, just so they can have the money to be accepted. This is the type of world that we're living in right now. So because we live in that type of world, people do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes for them to do, they are willing to do it. Because they don't want to be rejected. They are afraid of rejection. Right? So we can't get so afraid of being rejected that we end up doing things that are morally wrong. We're doing things that are unethical. We're doing things that are harmful, not just to ourselves, but to other people. We're placing ourselves in danger and we're placing other people in danger just because we don't want to be rejected. Now, we have to develop our own standards, all right? Even though I do understand that it is within our human nature to be socially accepted. But sometimes, you know, we are given an artificial standard and that artificial standard is not natural because it's not in alignment with our nature as human beings. It's not in our nature to kill each other, to harm each other, to destroy each other, to fight each other, to rob and rape each other. It's not in our nature to do that because if it was, you know, that would compromise us as a human race. We wouldn't survive. We'll have all type of trauma. And if we do, then we'll self-destruct. And after a while, we'll kill each other off. So because that is against our nature, then we need to evaluate to find out how can we do things without compromising our nature. Now, rejection is protection. Sometimes people reject you. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because you don't want to belong in certain circles. You don't want to be part of certain crowds. You don't want to engage in certain activities. It's a blessing. You're not welcome in certain places. It's a blessing. Rejection is protection. You're being protected from being part of evil things, from engaging in dangerous things, immoral things. So when somebody reject you, that is a protection from something else. Rejection is protection. We really have to think about it. We don't have to be accepted by everybody. When someone reject us and that person is bad, that person is wicked, that person is evil, that person is immoral, thank goodness it's a blessing because you just been saved 
from getting involved with people who may possibly harm you, kill you, destroy you, distract you, take you on a path that you may not want to go on, right? Now, rejection also could be a sign that you're not compatible with these people. These people don't belong in your life. They reject you because you're not part of their tribe. You're not part of their group. You don't belong there. You don't share the same values, the same principle, the same morality, the same thoughts. You don't live that lifestyle. You don't want to be around a a group of people that are cannibals. They're eating other people. You don't want to be around a bunch of people who are sexual perverts. They're going around having orgies and group sex and just, you know, being perverts, having sex with children, pedophiles. They're doing things that are immoral. Why would you want to be accepted by a group of people who are immoral? Right? Now, there are people with bad intentions. People who have bad motives. It's good to stay away from these people. The rejection is protection. They reject you. You should be happy. Somebody don't want you in their neighborhood. They reject you. Why would you want to be in a neighborhood where people hate you? where people look down on you, where people don't like you. Why you want to go to a school that people hate you, they reject you, they don't like you. Why would you want to be part of a community that don't want nothing to do with you, that don't like you because of your race, your ethnicity, your religion, your spirituality, your personality? Why would you want to be anywhere that people are rejecting you because of your views, because of your personal style? They don't like your personality trait. They don't like your spiritual practices. They don't like your philosophical beliefs. They don't like your race, your genetics. They don't like your opinion, your ideas. They reject the fact that you're intelligent, that you're creative, that you're not going to just be a follower, that you're a leader. Why would you be upset? You should be happy that these people are rejecting you. All right? Now, when you somebody reject you, you know exactly what you're dealing with. You know that person don't like you for whatever reason. They don't want you around. At least you know exactly what you're dealing with versus dealing with somebody who pretend to like you, who pretend to accept you. All along, they're plotting against you to hurt you, to destroy you, to deprive you of your life and your liberty. Right, So it's very important that you see things for what they really are. Don't be deceived. If a person rejects you and all of a sudden they want to come back and accept you, you have to kind of question their motive. Why is it that you didn't like me two days ago and all of a sudden you like me now? Why you didn't want me to move in your neighborhood and now you want me here? Now, what's your motive? What's the catch? What's going on? It's very important for us to question when people don't like us, when people, when people reject us for whatever reason, it's very important for us to go back and find out why all of a sudden they had to change our mind. Because that could be a setup. It's not being paranoid. It could be a setup. So you have to be careful. If you're going into a community and nobody likes you, and all of a sudden they start to befriend you. You're going into a job, nobody likes you, and all of a sudden they're bringing you food. They're trying to befriend you. You got to be careful because you don't know what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do, poison you, set you up. What are they trying to do? Now let's talk about reasons why people reject people. Reason why they just don't like people, you know? Now some people are just hateful. We just got to stop for a second here. Hate, this is a very strong word. But some people are just hateful. They just hate on other people because they have low self-esteem, because they are insecure about their own selves. They have their own vice. They have their own weakness and deficiencies. They hate people. They hate people. And usually people hate what they fear. Now, a lot of people are just ignorant. They've been given false information about a group. They've been given false information about a certain situation or circumstance they don't know any better so they have hate as a way of protecting themselves hate make them stay away from people which is great let them stay away because if a person is in a state of hate you can't trust them you don't know what they're capable of doing they can hurt you or kill you so if a person hate you enough to reject you that is a protection that rejection is a protection stay away from them 
Don't try to convert or change somebody who say they hate you. If they hate you, let them hate you. Because no matter what you say, what you do, you can't convince them that you're okay because they already have in their mind that they believe who they think you are. So just leave that alone and stay away from them and be careful. Fear. People hate because they're afraid. It's out of fear. So people reject you because they fear you. All right? Maybe they fear you. They Maybe they see you as a competition because people are competing for resources. They're competing for jobs. They are competing for status, for attention. And if you come into the picture and they see you as a threat because they see you as intelligent, as creative, as powerful, as resourceful, they see that you can replace them. They're going to see you as a threat. They're going to be in competition with you, so they're going to reject you, okay? Sometimes people just have an inferiority complex because they really do feel bad about themselves. They can talk like they're big and uppity and have everything, but in reality, they really feel small and inferior inside, and that's the reason why they reject you, because they're afraid that you are going to see them for who they are, all right? Some people have a superiority complex. They think that they're better than everybody, but deep inside, that stems from low self-esteem. That sense that comes from a sense of insecurity. So they don't want you to get close because you may uncover that they really are insecure under that false pretense of being arrogant. Arrogant. Right? Some people are just weak. They're weak people. They have a lot of weaknesses, a lot of vice. Okay? They have a lot of personal issues that they don't want people around them because they don't know how to deal with other people. They don't have the skills, the interpersonal skills. They don't have the relationship skills, the communication skills. They don't have, you know, the know-how to deal with other people in a healthy way. Because of that, they push people away that they know who may be in a better position than they are. Some people are just defiant, you know, they just rebellious, you know. They just want to be against anybody that they feel is going to outshine them in any way or take the position of leadership, all right? They always want to be the one in control. Some people are just in denial, all right? They live in a fantasy world. They want to see whatever they want to see, right? Some people are just intimidated by people. They feel like people are going to just come over and outshine them again and be better than them and people are going to take the position of leadership so they get intimidated, right? Some people are just ignorant. They're just ignorant of the fact. They don't know nothing. They have a limited knowledge base. They have a limited understanding and awareness. And because of that, they are afraid of people who are different from them. Okay? So jealousy. Some people are jealous. And jealousy stems from a form of insecurity. Insecurity and fear. Right? Now, some people are just paranoid. They are just constantly afraid and worried about other people. They don't like... They suffer from xenophobia. They are afraid of strangers, people who are not part of their in-group. They just are mistrustful, right? So we have many reasons why people reject other people, right? We can go on and on and on and on, but we're going to stop right here and just basically kind of review some of the reasons why people reject people. So rejection is a protection. That's the review. All right. Rejection is protection. This is not my saying. I'm just quoting it. Rejection is protection. Please keep that in mind. All right. When people reject you, you don't belong around them. You don't belong with them. They're not supposed to be in your life. Again, it's a blessing when you're not welcome in certain places. So don't try to force your way in. A lot of people try to go get the law changed. Yeah, everybody should have the right to be able to go to public facilities. You know, yes, we all should not be discriminated against. Yes, we all should not be segregated in the sense where if we want to use a public facility, we should be able to do that. We should have access to all benefits that's available to all people in the community. But if a group don't want you in a certain area, you can't legislate them to like you. You can't pass laws to make them like you because they're ignorant. If they're ignorant, they're insecure, they're jealous, they're mean, they're hateful. You can't create a law to remove those things. All you could do is stay in your lane and stay away from those people. 
Go build your own community. Go be part of your own community and be around people who accept you, who appreciate you, respect you, include you, and value you. That's just a secret. So don't be afraid of rejection because rejection is protection. It is a blessing, not a curse. Thank you.